Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If someone has done something wrong, but not rising to a criminal level, it's perfectly appropriate for an NYPD officer to talk to them to say, that was not appropriate, and if you did that on a higher level, that would be a crime. And I think that has a educating impact on people. I think it has a sobering impact that we need. Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona. And if we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, it's not. You had the vaccine and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. Let, let's get down <laughs> to the facts. Now, Donald Trump didn't pull the trigger in Atlanta, but Donald Trump certainly was responsible for the anger and the fear and the suspicion that exists in, in great degree in this country, much more so than ever in the past. Let's say, Mr. Secretary, I, I cannot begin to imagine the difficult decision that these families are making. And if you say to them this morning, do not come... The next question is going to be, how long do I wait, and what am I waiting for? Is there going to come a, a moment where you say, okay, now's the time? I hope they don't uh, undertake that perilous journey, but if they do, we will not expel that young child. We will care for that young child and unite that child with a responsible parent. That is who we are as a nation, and we can do it. So come on in is the message we're getting from DHS Secretary Mayorkas. Unbleeping believable. Unbelievable. I can't even imagine. I can't believe. They're afraid to say, don't come in. They're afraid to commit to it. Right. They're saying, the, the reporter asked, and it didn't expect, was trying to work with him. And Marcus said, yeah, no, absolutely. Yes, you're, we're going to be able to come in. Everybody's allowed to come in here. We just needed to be a little more staggered while we set up all the resources to take care of everybody in the world who wants to come in. Say, Mr. Secretary, I, I cannot begin to imagine the difficult decision that these families are making. And if you say to them this morning, do not come, the next question is going to be, how long do I wait? And what am I waiting for? Is there going to come a, a moment where you say, oh, we've put them in such a position of entitlement. Incredible. How long is the wait going to be for free citizenship to cut the line to the very beginning? Can you imagine this is being positioned like this? 
and Major Majorca absolutely accepts it as as said. Oh yeah, no, no, I understand. Yeah, how long are we gonna have to wait? We're not into long lines uh, for, before we become pseudo shadow Americans with all the benefits of being an American, but not really paying any taxes and not going uh, through the the correct uh, route to uh, to become a citizen or a resident. You know, when we expect now to be to be expedited, when can we expect this to be ready? This is our right as Americans, you know, preordained Americans by this uh, mm -hmm. this administration. Okay, now's the time. In in weeks, in several months, we will um, expand the legal processes that we already have started to rebuild. We already naturalization naturalization services will be up uh, and running in just weeks. So hold off if you can, and we'll do it in just in in one. Uh, simple process when you get here. You can come here. You can get a uh, blood test. We'll take your fingerprint. We'll um, vaccinate you. We'll do a little paperwork with you. We'll naturalize you. We'll uh, you can take the test and we'll then you also can, register you to vote right, right there at the border. Too, you can become citizens. We'll get you a mortgage immediately. <laughs> and you can become citizens right there, right there, and then have reinstituted the Central American Miners Program that was built in the Obama Biden administration and that was torn down by the prior administration. But we well understand that out of desperation, some children might not wait. Some loving parents might send their child to traverse Mexico alone to reach the southern border, uh, our southern border. I hope they don't uh, undertake that perilous journey, but if they do, we will not expel that young child. We will care for that young child and unite that child with a responsible parent. That is who we are as a nation, and we can do it. Should we let little Johnny go up there and traverse Mexico alone on the way to the U.S.? Maybe we shouldn't. We don't know if they're going to let him in. Okay, maybe we shouldn't. Well, now you know. Yeah. Now they're going to let him in. That's and who we are. And healthcare and education and a responsible foster family and everything else. And, you know, I it's so crazy to me that they're now caught between their own campaign rhetoric, their own anti-Trump talking points, and reality has now uh, come up on the other side and is causing them problems. But they can't back down now and say, you know, there's word that Biden is now talking to the president of Mexico about a remain in Mexico mm -hmm. policy. I mean, I don't know. It sounds a little familiar to me. It sounds like something the last president might have quietly doing. To do. Right. Trying to do it on the side, because as it turns out, Trump's policies weren't just evil and cruel. Trump's policies were practical for the situation that we had going on. And Biden's impractical, ridiculous rhetoric has now made that situation worse. It has ensured that more children will undertake that dangerous journey. You know, it it's absolutely put more kids in, in bad situations all the way up to America and now in America now that they're here. That part of the decision tree, mm -hmm. Alice, at the table, when they go over this, with the president there in New York, when part of that is, is this who we are? That mm -hmm. is dangerous. That is a dangerous criteria. Well, you have to run all Criterion. policies past the um, Statue of Liberty poem right. to make is sure Is this who we are, match. guys? But is this who we are? No, if, a, if, a, if somebody traverses all the way through Mexico, we can't push them away. That's not who we are. You're right. That's not who we are. Okay. Then tell them to come on over. 
everybody can come through the uh, that's not who we are uh, huge gap in our immigration policy to become a pseudo-American instantly. Jeez. It's incredible. It's incredible. Well, and yesterday the news was, too, that they had caught terrorists from Yemen at the border, too. I don't know if that panned out. Calling um, people from Central America terrorists is not who we are, Alice. No, Yemen isn't in Central America. You're calling people coming from Central America terrorists. That's not who we are. Okay. And we're not calling MS-13 terrorists, either. That's also not who we are, because Trump did that. Remember that? Mm Mm-hmm. And he he called them uh, animals. MS-13, yeah. and yeah. so he, he the, the media removed the word MS-13 and added Latino males and called them animals. That's not mm-hmm. who we are. MS-13 should come up. Terrorists should come right up through the southern border. I'm all for it. They Absolutely. should surge. And just, uh, ideally, you can nuke the country in one fall, fell swoop, and I can get the hell out of here. Um, all right. So uh, the border situation is broken unless that they, unless somehow, we but we're in a never-ending cycle now. You can't. What's it called, a never-ending cycle? It's got to be a physics word for Perpetual that. Perpetual motion. Perpetual. Oh, I like that, Ellis. Yes, it's impossible to get out of. It's like it's like with the vaccines and the masks. Mm-hmm. You cannot get out of this bureaucratic addiction. It has no end point. It's the it's mm-hmm. the it's the it's the repeated uh, tic-tac-toe game at the end of war games. It does not. It is not programmed to stop. It is an endless loop. Loop loop. If then, 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 a thousand miles per hour, and it can't. It's it's it, it can't be disconnected. <sighs> we almost had a pleasant family lunch today until a small. Speaking of terrorist, until a small terrorist <laughs> who portends to be a member of the family absolutely destroyed it, and uh, so we had to abandon the restaurant. We were in a restaurant in Salisbury. Almost at the point of contentment, mm-hmm. when it was torpedoed by a um, a little fellow who's actually just done a lot of destructive things on camera. So you listening and watching have seen him in action. <laughs> he destroyed it. And then he tried to play, I'm going to re- keep running in the street, the busy street game afterwards, as cars hit the brakes and mommy had to run out there desperately. <laughs> well, daddy was trying to be on a di- business call, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm not stressed out about it whatsoever. Everything's um, fine. That's okay. That's a, that's a nice comforting thing to know that we have a two-year-old in a I'm going to run in traffic phase. That's comforting. Right. Thank you very much. Fortunately, for that. he's now asleep. He wore himself out with his restaurant tantrum and his um, traffic running today. Um, I also wanted to update you, honey. I know today was a big day for you because the Snyder Cut was finally released. Is that where the woman falls in love with the fish? I don't know what that is. I don't know what the Snyder cut is. It's um, the Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League, which fans felt was ruined by Joss Whedon's Jesus. final editing Jeez. of the movie. So, oh my god, is this a superhero movie? <laughs> it is. It is okay. indeed. So, I just, uh, I, you know, I know that that was. I'm still trying to still... understand what I watched when I saw Nomadland. I'm. I don't know what what exactly that was. Why was I watching people in vans? I don't know. I know that I made the mistake, like I do about every seven years, mm-hmm. of believing people when they say movies are good. So I watched it, and Frances McDormand's a good actress. That's great. I don't know. I felt like, you know, dirty and a little depressed after watching it. I don't know what the meaning of it was. It's just one of these films it's just like to make. It's nominated for it's a lots film of awards. just to make you disturbed. There was a movie when I was a kid, a, mm-hmm. a teenager, called The River's Edge, Alice. 
I'm not heard of it. You have not heard of it, but it was like a, it was weird. I think uh, Keanu Reeves was in it, probably his first movie, one of his mm-hmm. first. I think River Phoenix might have been in it. Uh, and it was also pointless. There was a body and a bunch of like gothy, uh, dour and dark mooded, disaffected young people in it, and uh, like all it did is like ruin nineteen like eighty nine for me, just because I watched it. And this this thing that I saw last night was just supposed to make you feel bad. You know, it was like that the movie that you just made. It's just you're supposed to go there and just feel like bad after watching it. Was Slumdog Millionaire another one? I like that. I feel go good ahead. About okay, that movie. start I like the movie. Slumdog Millionaire. Bad life sucks. Gets worse. Girlfriend pseudo uh, sexually abused by brother. Brother dead. Bad filth. Bad filth. Uh, credits. There you go. That was good. You're supposed to say that's good. Now go to the break I room. I thought Slumdog Millionaire was a good movie, and I didn't feel depressed. And the only movie, and I, the only movie that actually made me think about creating a uh, plutonium-based uh, bomb and <laughs> destroying the Eastern Seaboard was um, was that the terrible thing from 2004 um, with the awkward kid. Um, I don't know. What come on, you know it. Uh, vote for Jose. Oh, um, yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Everybody involved in that should be arrested, apprehended, and incarcerated. <laughs> Vote for Pedro. Horrific, horrific thing. And it's not just my mood and the fact that uh, today's been a crazy day. Tom's not in a great mood, as you can tell. Um, okay, but so a new movie's coming out? A new Avengers movie? No, it's the same movie, but it's a different Oh, the other cut. side does one, too. No, it's a different cut of the movie. Oh, good, good. I'd grown weary of it's the like same old cut. It's like a director's cut. Oh, good. People felt it's that be, Joss oh, oh. Whedon... Will Joss, the camera shake a lot when there's over-the-top explosions Zach happening? Snyder was replaced in the movie, and then Joss Whedon finished it. Okay. And then people felt that Snyder's vision for the movie was ruined by Joss Whedon. So this is like, this is the Snyder cut Can you do me a favor and yes. de- delete that information out of your head? I hate the fact that that's occupying. It space. was on Twitter today. People are talking. Put it in about your it. Uh, into your own. People have been talking mental... about the Snyder Cut for years, years, and it finally came out. <laughs> okay, I know what will cheer you up, honey. Joe Biden today uh, had it in a rambling, um, uh, rambling speech where he had trouble keeping up with the teleprompter. Made a uh, made a miscue that he's been making here fairly often. The hardest hit and suffered the most, especially black, Latino, Native American and rural communities. This is really important because we believe that speed and efficiency must be matched with fairness and equity. Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona, President, Black, Latino, Native Americans, Pacific Islanders, um, is equity. I'm not sick of those words. I'm not sick of those <laughs> words. It's like I would rather watch the Snyder Cut than hear another freaking speech on race. Did oh. you know, by the way, that we are currently occupying stolen land? Well, naturally. Um, the We are currently on occupied land belonging to the Pawtucket, Penacook, um, Wabanaki and Abenaki, uh, Native American first peoples, sorry, who <laughs> occupied these lands. So, yeah, I I just I noticed that uh, people have been making these acknowledgments, and I feel that it's important to acknowledge that we're violent invaders every time we possibly can. 
No, uh, but truthfully, we didn't have a lot of time to get to this yesterday. Mm-hmm. But um, but you did play yesterday the Ron DeSantis audio of him saying yes. no critical race theory in the schools. But it's really like wild how far this stuff has gone. So that's where I got this today was um, this uh, North Carolina school district, one of the biggest school districts in North Carolina. And what land are they occupying? I'm not sure what land they're occupying. Let's see. Um, they had to begin with a land acknowledgement uh, that they were occupying the uh, Catawba, Tuscarora, Chara, Lumbee, Halawa, Sapani, Eno, Shikori, and Sisipaha um, tribe tribal lands. So, um, so they believe. So this is one of the things that this North Carolina school district is doing is that they have to begin all their. Um, discussions and conversations with an acknowledgement that they're on stolen land and talk you know about what? which tribes. My uh, ancestors, Alice, uh, traversed this land alone to get here, and I feel that that's not who the Pentuckets were if they were to push us away. That's not who they were. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I think that's uh, fine. <sighs> mm-hmm. So uh, they also, at the same conference, did – this is the Raleigh, North Carolina, Wake County public school system – uh, they also had lessons on whiteness, toxic masculinity, microaggressions, trauma-informed yoga, and applied critical race theory. The school administrators claimed that white cultural values include denial, fear, blame. <laughs> These are white cultural values, and I hope you're taking notes so you know how to teach our children to be white. Denial, Fear, blame, control, punishment, scarcity, one-dimensional thinking. They told white teachers that they must challenge the dominant ideology of whiteness and disrupt white culture. The district claims that parents are an impediment to social justice. They told teachers that white parents' children are be- white parents' children are benefiting from the system and are not learning at home about diversity, LGBTQ+, race, etc. White parents find it hard to let go of power and privilege. The school leaders told teachers to subvert parental authority. And in dealing with parent pushback, oh the my answer God. was, you can't let parents deter you from the work. The work. We have to put the work in. Yep. Can you imagine? South Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina? God. Good riddance, North Carolina. Oof. So uh, things are this going is well all, there. Would it be okay if this weren't sick and idiotic? This is idiot idiocy, right? You know, knowing whose land you pushed off of is idiocy. Everybody is an immigrant mm-hmm. in this country, including the Pentecooks and the Wyanoas and everybody else. And they occupied stolen from land somewhere. from each other quite exactly. a bit too. You okay, know- we're a bunch of bastards in on this planet, and we always have been. Every race, every ethnicity. Everybody. Do you We're think China spends a lot of time making their children recite what stolen land they're occupying? Do you think that Turkey spends a lot of time making their school children recite about whose stolen land they're occupying? I mean, any of these places? It It's so, like, weird and self-hating and strange. I don't... Yes, like- yes. It's, 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 it's idle hands when you've got a country that's too bloated and rich. We don't have any real existential threats in this country. You know, when we we have an epidemic of eating ourselves to death, you know <laughs> we have a country that is spoiled, rotten, and bloated. 
Mm-hmm. When we have to, we have a country that creates, creates, um, you know, challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we go into a Peloton machine every day, and that's the most challenging adventure that we'll have all day. And impact in that is, um, is motivation, and impact in that is resolve, and then there's a validation mm-hmm. at the end, and there's a payoff, and there's a, there's a, uh, you know, a, a little spiritual, uh, you know, back and forth at the end when we talk about how it's a way of life and how, it, you know, the, it begins right in here in the heart is where we get our core strength from, really, and it's mm-hmm. adapting. I mean, we are so sedentary, really, and I don't care, even if you're on a pedal, even if you're somebody who's actually exercising, we are so sedentary as a uh, as a society. Spiritually sedentary. Certainly, certainly. But also just sedentary, we don't have any we don't have any real problems anymore. Right. We're making stuff up now. We're looking back. Okay, what can how can we play uh you know, how can we play dramatic experience uh games? Well, let's find out what the Indian tribe was that was used to be here or let's find all these constructs of why some people are bad. And they're just mm-hmm. simply racist, and some people are okay. And let's, you know, you know, pick out our devils. One is Tucker Carlson, and one is the girl who used to work at Teen Vogue right now. And we'll have these tribunals and feel good about ourselves. And everybody gets to throw a stone. These are stonings. When everybody, these demure, uh, usually nice people, women, men, who were usually at one time civil and, uh, and, and civilized, now everybody grabs a stone and throws it at the freaking skull of the poor defenseless person in the bottom mm-hmm. of the pit, and they feel good about it. This is a crazy time. Freaking crazy time. It is. If you want to hear more crazy, I'm going to read you what Damon Young wrote for The Root about the, uh, oh, ta- the attack was... in Atlanta. Oh. He writes uh, that whiteness... Is wrong, whatever his name is. Damon Young. Freaking whiteness is a public health crisis. Shut up. Anybody who says that word, whiteness, <laughs> off, idiot. Mark the tape. Whiteness is a public health crisis. It shortens life expectancies, pollutes the air. It constricts equilibrium. It devastates forests. It melts ice caps. It sparks and funds wars. It flattens dialects. It infests consciousness. Flattens dialects. And it kills people. A line cannon should be drawn from the actions of the white supremacist who walked into three Atlanta area massage parlors yesterday and allegedly killed eight people, six of whom were of Asian descent. I love that he allegedly killed the people, but he's definitely a white supremacist. Yes. For which there is no evidence whatsoever. He admits to killing the people, but we have to say allegedly because we're very professional. But but we can just call him a white supremacist, even though there appears to be so far zero evidence that he's a white supremacist. <laughs> Whiteness. Holy God. White supremacy is a virus that, like other viruses, will not die until there are no bodies left for it to infect, which means the only way to stop it is to locate it, isolate it, (laughs) extract it, and kill it. I guess a vaccine could work, too, but we've had 400 years to develop one, so I won't hold my breath. Huh? Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So you can kill the whiteness, or you can wait for there to be a vaccine. And you know, so so this is all a... You know, a well-laid trap. Because the goal then is to have people like you and me go and defend the whites. Right. You know, and then we've drawn battle lines. Now we're playing his game. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, that's so, it's such, 
so lazy, so frigging intellectually lazy. God, whiteness, white supremacy. Those are things you say in lieu of an argument. Right. You know, he's not putting the work in for a real argument or having a conversation mm-hmm. or, or an explainer. No. Yeah. Believe me. Believe me. It's As the a- magic word. And it needs not uh, be explained anymore. You don't have to, uh, you know, go on and delineate anything more than that. That's as a, it. As a Christian and not a racist, I would love to have the conversation about why we as a society are okay with the common knowledge that Asian women are trafficked in massage parlors, that Asian women are um, in essentially forced labor in a lot of nail salons in the United States. I mean, that they're immigrants and their passports or green cards or whatever are being held by other people and they're forced to work for almost no wages and sleep in apartments with tons of other people. I mean, there's... uh, I would love to have a conversation about, you know, how we treat immigrant labor and, like, why we're okay with this stuff, et cetera, et cetera. That's great. And why we're okay with, you know, objectifying women and selling sex as a commodity under the table and why we're okay with doing it to some people and not others. And, and, you know, I'm fine with having that conversation. I would love to. But I don't think that people on the left, when they write things about how whiteness is a virus that's infecting the world and we need to extract it and kill it, uh, they don't seem ready to have a serious conversation about about things that are happening here in reality with us and how we can resolve them in, in, in a policy arena. It just doesn't seem like they want to solve problems. They just want to find a new target to hate. It really seems like that to me. So I don't know. We're, we're going to learn more about what went into this killing and what happened mm-hmm. with this guy and the whole thing. So it's a, it's a sad story. The but- guy's a POS. He's a POS who unfortunately went and snuffed out people because he's a POS. And it it sucks. And I wish that he'd use the first bullet on himself and saved everybody a lot of grief. But he didn't, and a lot of these guys do this. And the the POSs, I mean, that's I mean, forget. I mean, that's different from the from this moron you're reading about the root, which is which is incredible, which is incredible, in, incredible bigotry, mm-hmm. and it, it, that is whiteness. I mean, that is pretty damning. Uh, I believe whiteness is a quality that is um, ascribed to people. I'm pretty sure. Right. Well, uh, yes. And him suggesting that it's a it, that it's a disease that needs to be eradicated. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's I don't know. I've heard about dog whistles, but it seems to me that that is um, can, calling everybody who's white a cancer, essentially, or mm-hmm. a disease like that. Yes, uh, that evokes memories. I, you know, Jesus. What a dummy. God, you know what? <laughs> so, all right. De Blasio gonna... also has some solutions for um, ethnic hatred. You know what? I consider De Blasio at this point just quaint. <laughs> He's like the old kind of just completely loony moron idiot. That, like that a year and a half ago, he was the standard bearer. Okay, this is the, the, the polar end of idiocy is that guy right there. Now, he seems somewhat reasonable. If someone has done something wrong, but not rising to a criminal level, it's perfectly appropriate for an NYPD officer to talk to them to say, that was not appropriate, and if you did that on a higher level, that would be a crime, and I think that has a educating impact on people. I think it has a sobering impact that we need. 
That's why we need every report. By the way, if something might be a crime, if it's not 100% clear, the NYPD is going to investigate. I assure you, if an NYPD officer calls you or shows up at your door to ask about something you did, that makes people think twice, and we need that. Something that seems wrong. <laughs> Could be a crime, gray area, we're not sure. We saw something, you know, it, it, more police interactions are exactly what we need. Exactly what we need. That seemed wrong mm-hmm. to us. Uh, step out of the car, please. Wasn't his daughter arrested mm-hmm. for um, protesting the use of police in his city? Yeah, but they were doing bad, police were doing bad things. Huh? They were uh-huh. wantonly shooting young black men in the city. Not, um, you know, knocking on the doors of people who might harbor racial hatred. Right. In their somebody hearts. around the corner, somebody at the park said that you were saying something that seems classless. Can you repeat to us? He opens his little flip book. Can you repeat what you were saying? Huh. My rise to the level of a crime, you can never you, tell. You were with saying these that you, the life was a lot better in the 70s. What exactly did you mean by that? We also, in the reform report that we have put together in these last weeks, based on hearing communities, uh, we put in there a new policy to widen the definition of what would qualify as hate crimes and to widen the tracking, uh, improve the tracking of hate crimes. This is a problem, and let's be blunt and honest, it's a problem that emerged particularly in the last four years in this city and in this country. <laughs> we all know that the forces of hatred were unleashed by Donald Trump. The Blasio came in around 2016, right? <laughs> um, right? Well, around that city, uh, people have been knocking Jewish people out for the last couple of years. If, and the, the video is all over the place. And I don't know if those are Trump fans doing that or not. I don't know. That is not a news flash. We know more and more hate speech has occurred. More and more people who are hateful have felt emboldened. We've got to deal with that aggressively. And part of it is to uh, report everything, track everything, and anything that might be criminal, prosecute, and anything that's not criminal. So to take on the problem head on, we're going to go after something that's not the problem. Still follow up on aggressively so people feel the presence of law enforcement in the city, watching them to make sure this does not happen again. Jeez. <laughs> I guess stop and frisk is back. Oh, man. Good luck with that, Blasio. Uh, you know what I, I think uh, 2020 didn't have enough of that we should really ramp up in 2021 is the feeling of the presence of we're law going enforcement. To, uh, if the law enforcement, we're going to suggest that they put their knee on the neck of uh, these Trump supporters. Jeez, how's that going to go? It, well, the thing is that... It, it, it can't get any more stupid. So that's at least one thing. You've got this, I mean, the only thing that we can count on is that they're going to be cannibalizing each other. Like they did with the girl from Condé Nast from right. Teen Alexei McCammond, uh, TJ Ducklow's girlfriend, has now resigned from her... A job at Teen Vogue that she didn't even start yet. She was supposed to start March 25th, and she has put out her letter of resignation. She will not be joining them because her mm. tweets from 2012 hurt them. Right, and much like uh, like uh, Rachel from The Bachelor, she groveled and admitted guilt and promised to do the work and, and bore her soul and self-flagellated in front of the world, and it only emboldened uh, her uh, assassins to finish her off and mm-hmm. that's what they've done and she's finished she's done her name is destroyed i'm sure i wouldn't like this person i wasn't a tj ducklow guy <laughs> but there she is 
I know we had a problem with her and TJ Ducklow dating and the ethics of the situation and Axios and the whole thing. We started off our knowledge of Alexi McCammond as a person being mm-hmm. critical of her, and now we're somehow defending her. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a crazy world out there. Uh, okay, for a little comic relief, we'll go to uh, Randolph Paul and uh, Anthony Fauci. Paul has had it out for this guy. Rand Paul has had it out for this guy from the beginning, and I am all for that because Fauci is um, is a, a fraud and has mm-hmm. been. He's just a Washington hack. He's, he'll do whatever he needs to, to continue having his job, doing TV hits, He's very transparent. It's nobody should have any doubt anymore. This guy is fraudulent. He has not done a good job. He has been wrong consistently. He has manipulated, co-opted, and lied consistently. He's bragged about it. <coughs> he gets plaudits from uh, the circles uh, in polite society and in Brooklyn lofts and other places. So that's what gets him high, and that's why he keeps doing it. No scientific studies have shown significant numbers of reinfections of patients previously infected or previously vaccinated. What specific studies do you cite to argue that the public should be wearing masks well into 2022? I'm not sure I understand the connection of what you're saying about masks and reinfection. We're talking about people who have never been infected before. You're telling everybody to wear a mask, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine. What I'm saying is they have immunity, and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that people that have had the vaccine or have had the infection are spreading the infection? If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, it's not. You had the vaccine, and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. Let's get down to the facts. Now they're throwing down. Okay, the studies that you quote from Crotty and Sete look at in vitro examination of memory immunity, which in their paper they specifically say this does not necessarily pertain to the actual protection. It's in vitro. And what study Very, can you point to that shows significant let, reinfection? There are no studies that show just significant let, let reinfection. Just let me finish the response to your question, if you please. The other thing is that when you talk about reinfection and you don't, keep in the concept of variance that's an entirely different ball game that's a good reason for a mask in the south african study conducted by j and j they found that people who were infected with wild type and were exposed to the variant in south africa the 351 it was as if they had never been infected before they had no protection so when you talk about reinfection You've got to make sure you're talking about wild type. I agree with you that you very likely would have protection from wild type mm-hmm. for at least six months point if you're infected. This, but we in our country now have variants that are circulating. Significant reinfection. What study shows significant reinfection, hospitalization, and death after either natural infection or the vaccine? It doesn't exist. There is no evidence Give it that there to him, get reinfections after vaccine. In fact, I don't think we have a hospitalization in the United States after the two-week period after the second vaccination. Yeah, we don't have a death in the United States. You're not hearing what I'm saying about variants. We're talking about wild type. We have the variants, though. Variants. And what, now, proof reinf- is there, what proof is there that there are significant reinfections with hospitalizations? 
Fauci's not killing the job, is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's not no, there. He's gotta, right. he, he needs to keep going. And how? who's going to book him for daytime TV and primetime TV and all the other <laughs> times of TV if if the pandemic ends and um, people stop being interested in how many masks he's telling them to wear and how many feet apart they should be and how many people they're allowed to have at their houses for the holidays, you know? No one's going to be asking him these questions anymore. Dateline New York NAACP president calls on NFL to rethink its relationship with Fox due to what he referred as Fox News's history of promoting, quote, bigotry and racism. ...and death from the variants. None in our country. Zero. Well, because we don't have... Vicious condemnation of Juan Williams, Alice. Uh, I think that is... Terrible. Bigotry and racism at Fox. Alice, do you believe that Fox has a history of bigotry and racism? No. Do you? Mm, No. Not whatsoever. I know that they don't say whiteness a lot. Maybe that's the problem. (laughs) have a prevalent of a variant yet. We're having one... Can I finish? We're having one one seven that's becoming more dominant. Policy based on conjecture. No, you have the. It isn't based on conjecture. So you some you want people to wear a mask for another couple years. No, you've been (laughs) vaccinated and you parade around in two masks for show. Nice. No, you can't get it again. There's almost there's virtually zero percent chance you're going to get it, and yet you're telling people with them that have had the vaccine who have immunity. You're defying every. Why does Fauci parade around in two masks? (laughs) Why, Alice? For show. Well, I mean, sure, but who's he trying to show? Us? No. Biden? Correct. The boss man. He prayed it around in the way Trump wanted him to, to keep his 417,000 going. God, Trump should have fired him. Imagine the uproar. It would have been great. Anything we know about immunity by telling people to wear a mask to have been vaccinated. No. Instead, you should be saying there is no science to say we're going to have a problem from the large number of people being vaccinated. You want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them they can quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. Okay. Here, you want people here. to get the vaccine? Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. There's no science behind it. Well, let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Masks are protective. And we have immunity there, theater. If you already have immunity, you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others. You're not wearing a mask because of any sign. I I totally disagree with you. Nice hit, Rand Paul. We were saying that he's a couple times a year. He's like he's right where he should be. Salty fella. (laughs) Prickly guy in person or maybe he just doesn't like me why would he like me (laughs) um okay so (laughs) what are we doing this weekend Dallas? any plans uncle jimmy is coming he's renting a convertible and he's gonna teach the kids about mres he's bringing mres for them to eat do you know sally starts the car now i didn't know that i gave them the keys yesterday um to go in the car while Mm -hmm. i popped in somewhere else and um, they were in the car, and she had started the car. Ten years old. Not bad. Wow, that is good. Um, unfortunately, um, the UAW has bad news for workers in Ohio that uh, Ford plans to move um, the production of one of their new automobiles to Mexico rather than keeping it their Ohio plant. Uh-oh. That's not good. 
Well, I mean, John Kerry should be happy. Like, those workers mm-hmm. can just make uh, Teslas now. Yeah, so there, there John were Kerry. two brands. John Kerry in the news, Alice. There were two brands of liberal response to the UAW mm-hmm. uh, Ford plant moving to Mexico news. One brand is what you said. Good, they should get new jobs anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, from liberals anyway, two brands of response. There's good, good riddance to the factory auto jobs. Uh, and uh, response two was... It's Trump's fault. He didn't keep the jobs here. He said he was going to keep the jobs here, and he didn't keep the jobs. Yes, here, I would so. throw in. I would add whiteness in there as well. But mm-hmm. uh, so John Kerry, yeah, great picture of him on the plane without his mask. <laughs> so John Kerry, so John Kerry called it the St. Patrick's Day malarkey. About the, he always <laughs> says, "Look, this is malarkey." Look, now listen. He's trying to reset. He's trying to reset mm-hmm. the premise. Squire, wipe it away and start anew. Now look, now look, uh, should you be taking a private jet to Iceland to pick up a trophy? On that issue, pollution, I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, is that the, an environmental way to travel? If you offset your carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. So maybe that's what he was doing last night. He was <laughs> offsetting his mask, lack of wearing a mask. Maybe he had like an assistant wear like 18 masks. <laughs> To offset his no masks on the plane, but that's fine. He lives a uh, he lives a charm life. This is another fraudulent guy, but um, but uh, you know he uh, he got his in two thousand four. He uh, probably has the vaccine. To be honest, he doesn't really need to be wearing the mask anymore either. Uh, I assume. According to whom? According to whom? Daniel Patrick Moynihan's daughter, Amora Moynihan, good liberal, is um, accused of hate criming some Asians in New York, saying that you're Asian and and uh, you're communist or whatever. Maybe she's not a liberal. I don't even know. But so she's a jerk. A CNN a reporter tells Lemon, uh, an Asian CNN reporter tells Lemon that someone shouted virus at, at her as she prepared a live shot. Uh, well, de Blasio's going to send the police to all those people's yep. houses to have a little conversation with them about the way they treat people. And that's a good and appropriate use of the police force, I think. The former president of Drag Queen Story Hour Foundation in Children's Court um, is arrested on seven counts of children's court judge, sorry, of child porn. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was sending child porn in the Kick app. He was the president of the foundation that ran all the drag queen story hours in the Milwaukee area. So, shockingly, he's uh, pro exposing ch- children to sexual content. Vlad Putin fi- firing back at Joe Biden says takes one to no one when Biden, Biden called him a killer. Uh, what else we got? Well, else? they pulled back their um, diplomat or yes. whatever to their ambassador or something to, uh, they're mad CDC. at biden now because he dissed putin cdc is deciding is is three three feet now else have they come to that mm-hmm. decision yet uh they have not come to that decision randy weingarten says um teachers still want to need six feet though she tweeted about it she tweeted the npr story about three feet or six feet and said that it needs to be oh i gotta get feet, this thing so. hold on you fill there for a second else talk about the weekend or something um i don't know if i want to talk about the weekend but um but yeah, that's that's Randy Weingarten of um she's like the president of the biggest teachers union, the AFT, and she says that we can't go to three feet now, even though six feet we just 
pulled out of thin air. There's no evidence behind it. Nobody... Yes, we've grown attached to six. Yeah, we we now believe six because we were told that that's science. So now it can't be changed. So uh, just like with the masks, we're not going to be allowed to uh, take off the masks ever. We're not going to be allowed to be within six feet of each other ever again. And um, even if we all get the vaccine, it's never going back to normal. So Senator let... John Kennedy is asking a nominee um, if there are more than two sexes. Do you know who this nominee is? I don't know Mr. about the David, nominee. let me ask you a question. Mr. David, let's I'll look him look up. up. Mr. David, Deputy Energy Secretary, uh, no, 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 that's David Turk, David Wendell, David Cohen, nobody has a last name, David, David Barron, David Duke. It's not there, were, there were um, hearings about um, like the gender stuff, but I didn't see any of that. Is that from this? Or yeah, is he yes, definitely the- a nominee for something? Because uh, this was just general hearings, I think. About all right. Well, like they well, had this stood- guy's name is Mr. David. Okay. How many how many sexes do you think there are? How many sexes? Hmm? How many well, there's genders? a difference between sex and gender identity. If that's what you're getting. No, at, I'm asking biological sexes. How many do you think there are? Well, I would defer to the medical p- practitioners, but I think there's been studies showing that if you're talking about sex. Sex is defined by many different characteristics and cooling chromosomes. Are there more than are there are there more than Mr. Two? David? This is the Senate Equality Act hearing. You could make that argument that they might be. Are more you than making two that argument? Individual. But are well, you, making- you well, I, Senator, I can't ignore the fact that they're individuals who are intersex. And so, um, so you, I'm, not, not I'm running out of time. Are there more than two sexes in your opinion? It's not limited to two. OK. There so you I've go. got Mr. Mr. David, let me ask you a question. Thanks, Mr. David. It's not limited to two. That's fine. Makes perfect sense to me. There are two biological sexes because there are two types of human gametes. And there are, in fact, actually no... Ooh, that sounds like whiteness. Right no there, form of life on planet Earth has more than two types of gametes. Uh, jellyfish? Three gametes for jellyfish? No, no. There's... Um, a large egg type gamete, and there are small little tadpole type gametes, and that's it. That's only two types. Large gametes are female. Whether or not I think it's on a spectrum. Some can be what? There's only two types. Are you sure? Yes. Hmm. And your body's designed to either produce one or produce the other. Even if it's not producing them right at this moment, it's only designed to produce one or the other of them. You know, or even if. You know, some parts of your body never develop fully and are able to actually produce them. Still, you're, and you know, way over ninety nine percent of people, um, it can easily be term- be determined which one they are without further complications. Of course, there are such things as differences of sexual development. People who are intersex, who are born with conditions that mean it's not immediately obvious, and that that does exist, obviously, but that. They don't constitute other biological sexes because there's there's only two there's no third type of gamete that the human body can make. There's no other version. Nothing else there can be. So, but um, you know, we trust science now, and science means whatever the president thinks on that given day. So, all right, 
Alice, it's been a week. It has been a week. I want to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate it. The numbers keep increasing, and that's great. It's great to know that uh, more people are hanging out, trying to make sense of everything going on in the world, and this is an odd time. Stuff is upside down. I don't know if it will be resolved or corrected. Um, it's it's just crazy. And if there's if people really are now in the streets yelling at Asians for God knows what reason, that ain't good. And we know that crime is is through the roof and all over the places, and that also isn't good. And we are not our best selves, I would say, at the moment. You guys are, and uh, Alice is. I am never my best self. But uh, but, but you're working on it. Well, a little bit here and there. We'll see. We'll see. Things may get better soon. We'll see, Alice. We'll see. Counting the days. Counting the days. Hope things get better for you soon, too, as well. Feel free to um, grab some um, uh, merch. Arsh, we still have our shirts there, and um, I think the stuff is good. It's- we had another suggestion, too. Somebody mm. wants us to make a, a, was it do the work? or um, Put the work in? Put the work in shirt. Oh, God. I don't want people to take that seriously. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Put the work in? God. Oh, my God. <sighs> uh, I can't talk about certain things, but if I could, then I would have stories to tell. Perhaps I'll have stories to tell soon. We'll see. It <laughs> all depends. But thank you very much. This has been a very, very fun and interesting week. You guys have been great. Uh, please keep the emails coming. I know we're behind on a couple of them, um, but um, we'll resolve to do better this weekend. I don't think we have anything going on this weekend. We may try to um, fit another interview in. We will see. Yep. Make noise. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. You can uh, send us those emails that Tom was mentioning. That's burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on YouTube. That's Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel on YouTube. On YouTube. Just, just, don't, forget don't forget to, forget turn, to turn the, the echo, echo off, off next, next show. show. <laughs> Never gets old. So, always, always funny, always right? Funny, right? Funny, right? C'est la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.